Live Lakers, day three is another full day from start to finish. We'll visit some very solemn places like the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and the Holocaust Memorial Museum, followed by a tour of several museums in the afternoon with a quick photo stop at the Washington Monument. After dinner, our stops to see important historical memorials like the Martin Luther King, World War II, and others. It was the middle of the year 1921, and four unknown soldiers have been dug out of the World War I American cemeteries in France. On March 4th of the same year, Congress approved the burial of one of these soldiers in the new memorial amphitheater. The entire tomb weighs about 80 tons. The tomb is made of white marble and is supported by columns set into the surface and attached to the ground below it. On the east panel of the sarcophagus, which faces the city, there are three Greek figures representing peace, victory, and valor, named Irene, Nike, and Arete. There are six wreaths, three sculpted on each side, that represent the six major campaigns of World War I. On the back of the tomb, the following words are inscribed. Here rests an honored glory an American soldier, known but to God. In November of 1963, the first horizontal crack in the marble was reported. The crack grew and eventually reached up to about 44 feet around the perimeter of the monument. It continued to grow during 1990. Instead of replacing it, instead of replacing the tomb, in June 2009, the United States Army Corps of Engineers decided to repair it. The guards of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. These men and women have shifts of 24 hours a day every five days with four days off. The guards must follow protocol while wearing their uniforms, but also have to complete physical training, meaning they must participate in field exercises. They also must cut their hair before the next workday. There is another requirement of being a tomb guard. You must memorize 35 pages of information revolving around the Arlington National Cemetery and the tomb. You also must memorize the locations of about 300 graves and who is buried at each one. This is our podcast on the Unknown Soldier's Tomb. The Tomb of the Unknowns in Arlington National Cemetery, VA, has become a popular monument dedicated to American service members and who have died un- unidentified. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier contains the remains of an unidentified soldier from World War I. There are several tombs around the world containing other unidentified soldiers from various wars. The Tomb of the Unknowns is made of white marble. On its eastern side are three Greek figures that represent peace, victory, and valor. On its western side are the following words. Here rests an an honored glory an an American soldier known but to God. On the tomb's northern and uh, southern sides are six wreaths that represent the six major battles of World War I. The Tomb of the Unknowns is guarded by the Tomb Guards, a special platoon within the 3rd U.S. Infantry Regiment, also called the Old Guard. It is an extremely high honor to serve as a Tomb Guard. Fewer than 20% of volunteers are accepted for training, and of those, only a few pass the training to become a Tomb Guard. The Guard is changed every hour on the hour in an elaborate ritual. In the summer, the ceremony takes place every half hour. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is located at Arlington National Cemetery. It stands on top of a hill looking over all of Washington, D.C. There are two guards who alternate guarding the tomb. One marches back and forth, while the other one lies underneath the actual tomb. The soldiers who are actually inside the tomb are from World War I, World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. The tomb itself is decorated with three Greek figures, all representing peace, victory, and valor. There are also six wreaths. wreaths three sculpted on each side. They represent the six major campaigns of World War I. 
If you ever wanted to visit the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, you must take off all hats and talking will not be tolerated by any circumstances. This is a very respectful scene and the guards want to make sure the tomb remains untouched. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, or the Tomb of the Unknown, is a monument dedicated to U.S. service members who have died without their remains being identified. It is located in Arlington National Cemetery in Virginia. The World War I Unknown is a recipient of the Medal of Honor, the Victoria Cross, and several other foreign nations' highest service awards. The U.S. Unknowns were inter interred are also recipients of the Medal of Honor presented by U.S. presidents who presided over their, over their funerals. The monument has no official designated name. The monument is constantly guarded by armed soldiers. And uh, an interesting thing that people often go to see is the changing of the guards. That is it for our podcast on the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Thank you. Done, okay. Alright, today we'll be teaching you about the Tomb of the Unknown Soldiers and what it was. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, or the Tomb of the Unknowns, is a monument dedicated to U.S. service members who have died without their remains being identified. It is located in Arlington National Cemetery in Virginia, United States of America. The World War One Unknown is a recipient of the Medal of Honor in Victoria Cross and several other foreign nations, the highest service award, awards. The U.S. Unknowns who are interred are also recipients of the Medal of Honor presented by U.S. president who <laughs> praised over their funerals. The monument has no officially designated name. The soldier is constantly guarding the tomb. It is guarded 24 hours a day for 365 days a year. The soldier has to fit certain requirements of height, weight, and how they are dressed. Thank you for listening to the podcast with Brendan, Jack, and Sam. On a hill overlooking the city of D.C. stands the Great Monument of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery. You may ask, who was buried at this location? Is it King Tut or a famous president? No, stupid! You are wrong! The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier holds and honors the names of unidentified soldiers who fought and died for our country in World War II. The tomb is positioned right next to three graves containing the unknown soldiers. The tomb is heavily guarded 24 hours a day, seven days a week, by guards that don't mess around. They are determined to protect the monument at all costs and will stand through hurricanes, epic snowstorms, and tornadoes if they ever occurred. When it comes to discipline, the old guards have such firm bearing that they can get stabbed in the foot with a bayonet and keep standing guard. <gasps> wow, that's commitment. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is truly a magnificent monument. Buckle your seatbelts and pop that popcorn, because we're doing a podcast. A living memorial to the Holocaust, the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum inspires citizens and leaders worldwide to confront hatred, prevent genocide, and promote human dignity. Federal support guarantees the museum's permanent place on the National Mall. 
and its far-reaching educational programs and global impact are made possible by generous donors. Located among our national monuments to freedom on the National Mall, the museum provides a powerful lesson in the fragility of freedom, the myth of progress, and the need for abundance and preserving democratic values. With unique power and authenticity, the museum teaches millions of people each year about the dangers of unchecked hatred and need to prevent genocide, and we encourage them to act cultivating a sense of moral responsibility among our citizens so that, so that they will respond to the monumental changes that confront our world. Read a summary of the museum's strategy plan PDF. Today, we face an alarming rise in the Holocaust denial and anti-Semitism, even in the very lands where the Holocaust happened, as well as the genocide and threats of the genocide in other parts of the world. This is occurring just as we approach a time when Holocaust survivors and other eyewitnesses will no longer be alive. Thanks for tuning in. The Holocaust began in 1933 when Adolf Hitler came to power in Germany. It ended in 1945 when the alliances defended the Nazis. Jewish people were officially excluded from the public on September 15, 1935, when the Nuremberg Laws were issued. These laws also restricted the German Jews of their citizenship and their rights. World War II began, the Nazis forced Jews to wear a yellow star of David on their clothing, so they could be easily targeted. They were forced to live in specific areas of the city called ghettos. In the larger ghettos, up to 1,000 people a day were picked up and brought by train to concentration camps or death camps. Kristallnacht occurred on November 9th and 10th, 1938. Nazis pillaged and burned synagogues, broke windows of Jewish-owned businesses, and attacked Jewish people in Austria and Germany. 30,000 Jews were arrested and sent to concentration camps. In prison camps, prisoners were forced to do hard physical labor. Torture and death within concentration camps occurred frequently. They were fed little and many starved. 11 million people were killed during the Holocaust, 1.1 million of which were children. 6 million of those victims were Jewish. Other groups targeted by Nazis were Jehovah's Witnesses, homosexuals, disabled people, and many more. To learn more about the Holocaust, you can visit the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. It has been around since 1993 and had over 40 million visitors. Within the museum, you can talk to some of the survivors with their special programs. They also have exhibitions to educate people on its history. Hello, and welcome to the Holocaust Podcast. By Kate and Lauren. The Holocaust also known as the Shoah, was a genocide during World War II in which Nazi Germany, aided by local collaborators, systematically murdered some 6 million European Jews, around two-thirds of the Jewish population of Europe. This was between 1941 and 1945. The term Holocaust, a word with Greek roots, means a sacrifice by fire. It has historically been used to describe large-scale massacres of people, and now almost refers to the state-sponsored murder of the Jewish population in Europe during the World War II at the hand of German Nazi government, led by Adolf Hitler. The United States Official Holocaust Memorial Museum is located in Washington, D.C. Thank you for listening to the Holocaust Podcast. We hope you learn more about it. This is a museum commemorating the Holocaust and the people involved in it. The museum has many exhibits of many items from the Holocaust. 
One of the exhibits is all the shoes of the inmates in the concentration camp. When the inmates gave up their shoes, they were metaphorically giving up their freedom and their individuality. Other exhibits at the museum include a model of the sign leading into Auschwitz, part of a train which carried people to a concentration camp, and primary source artifacts, from pictures to personal items. This museum respects and acknowledges the victims of the Holocaust by telling their stories and remembering their lives. The American History Museum is one of D.C.'s most famous and historically enriching museums. It's in the National Mall. The museum is responsible for the acquisition, care, and preservation of more than 3 million objects and archival materials representing the nation's heritage in the area of science, technology, socio sociology, and culture. Through research, in-depth exhibits, extensive collections, and public outreach, the museum presents America's history in all of its complexity. The museum opened in 1964 as the National American History and Technology Museum. It later changed to the National American History Museum to better suit its focus. Some of the most common exhibits include Dorothy's Ruby Slippers and The Wizard of Oz, the original American flag, the First Lady's dresses, and a look at the American Revolution, a world war. The American History Museum preserves and displays the heritage of the United States in the area of social, political, cultural, scientific, and military history. One of the most well-known exhibits is superheroes. This showcase presents artifacts from museum collections that relate to superheroes, including comic books, original comic art, movie and television costumes, and props, and marabolia. The American History Museum includes films in the Warner Brothers Theater, Smithsonian Marks, 150th Anniversary of Transcontinental Railroad. Another great feature in the American History Museum is the Wegmans Wonder Place. This is a great place for kids under the age of six and their grown-ups to ex exercise their imaginations, wiggle their bodies, and explore with their hands. Wonder Place is built around the enduring wonders of childhood, the things kids are naturally curious about. The National History Museum opened in 1910. The Green Dome is over 18 football field in area. It has over 140 plus specimens of from the history in the United States of America. The National History Museum is centrally located in Washington, D.C. It has the Hope Diamond and many other famous objects on display. It has an education center if you want to bring your younger children. In one exhibit, it has more than 258 fossils. A detailed exhibit on how the human body works is also part of the National History Museum. Last of all, it has a very fascinating insect zoo. I'm Aiden Glenn. I'm Jack Collins. And I'm Jack Morrissey. And we're doing the Natural History Museum. The Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History, located in Washington, D.C., is one of the most visited natural history museums in the world. The museum holds more than 146 million objects and specimens, making it the largest na natural history collection in the world. The museum holds many artifacts and specimens, including dinosaurs. The speediest dinosaurs were the ostrich mimic ornithomidids, such as Dromice iamus, which could possibly could probably run at speeds of 60 kilometers per hour. 
Brief history of the museum. The museum was originally used in 1838 and was used to hold items found in the United States Exploring Expedition. The museum was opened in 1910 for the public and has been in action ever since. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you learned something new today. One of the greatest places to visit in Washington, D.C. is the National Air and Space Museum. While visiting, you can get to know tons of facts about the history of air and space and also the facts about the planes they have there. The museum has many real planes and spacecraft on exhibit, including the Apollo capsule and the X-1 supersonic plane. They currently also have 30 exhibits for you to explore, making it a fun stop for a couple of hours. Overall, if you are looking for a fun stop, the National Air and Space Museum is the place for you. The Washington Monument is a 555-foot-tall structure located in Washington, D.C. By law, no other building in D.C. is allowed to be taller. It is the world's tallest building when it was dedicated in 1888. Its first steam elevator took 20 minutes to get to the top. There has since been renovations, and the current elevator takes less than one minute. The Washington Monument is an engineering marvel. Its stones are held together by only gravity and friction. There was no mortar used in the building process. It is the world's tallest freestanding stone structure. A fun fact about the monument is that it is two different colors. It is composed of primarily white marble blocks from Maryland and a few from Massachusetts. The color change is visible at 150 feet because of the slow construction in 1854. The Washington Monument has a total of 897 steps, which are pain to climb. Once you reach the top, the results are more than worth it. From the observation deck, you can see 30 miles into Washington, D.C., have some fun looking for these little dough facts when we go to D.C. The Washington Monument was built to honor George Washington's military success during the American Revolution. It was constructed between the years 1848 and 1884. It weighs 81,120 tons and stands 550 feet and 5 eighths of an inch tall. A slight color change is perceptible at the 150-foot mark because of the fact that construction slowed in 1854. 193 memorial stones are also located inside the walls and have been donated by various states, countries, individuals, and societies. The monument, however, is more than a building. It has been through many events, good and bad. It was the site of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech that inspired many across the country. In addition, on December 8, 1982, a Navy war veteran, Norman Mayer, threatened to blow up the monument with a thousand pounds of dynamite, but was shot while driving away. Also, in August 2011, a 5.8 magnitude earthquake shook the monument, causing it to be closed ever since. A 15 million project has been launched, and repairs are underway. Hope and strength of our nation is what the monument resembles. It is a breathtaking structure with a great purpose. The Washington Monument is located east of the reflecting pool. It is also made of marble and granite. It was built in the shape of an Egyptian obelisk. It took 40 years to build. Its height is 555 feet. It was built in 1884. The cost to build it was $1,500,000. It is the world's tallest stone and structure obelisk. It withstood an earthquake. And it was once the site of a hostage situation. Sauce on the mayo, sauce on the mayo. Construction of the monument began in 1848 and was halted from 1854 to 1877 due to a lack of funds 
a struggle for control over the Washington National Monument Society and the intervention of the American Civil War. Ooh, that sucks. Indeed it does. The cover was made out of marble from Maryland, and it was also made to honor our first president, George Washington. Wow, the guy who cut down the cherry tree? No building in Washington, D.C. is allowed to be taller than the Washington Monument. The original elevator ride to the top took 20 minutes. That's a long time for an elevator. We are here today talking to you about the Jefferson Memorial. Specifically, what you'll see inside the memorial. Yes, I'm Zane and I'm here with Bean. The Jefferson Memorial Building is a circular open-air structure featuring a shallow dome supported by a circular structure composed of 26 columns. It is very fascinating. Now we'll tell you about the interior of the amazing monument. The inside consists of a statue of Thomas Jefferson. The statue shows Jefferson in midlife holding the Declaration of Independence in his left hand with the date of birth with the date of birth to his date of death carved into it. Four different quotes are also written on the walls of the building, including a part of the Declaration of Independence. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something. Gracias. Our symbol is a printed museum and represents everything about it. The Jefferson Memorial is a presidential memorial in Washington, D.C., dedicated to Thomas Jefferson, one of the most important of the American founding fathers as the main drafter and writer of the Declaration of Independence. He is also a member of the Continental Congress Governor of the newly independent Commonwealth of Virginia, American Minister of King Louis and Kingdom of France, Secretary of State under the first President George Washington, the second Vice President of the United States under President John Adams, and also the third, pre third President, as well as being the founder of the University of Virginia at Charlottesville, Virginia. Our token is a small replica of the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you. Gracias. Donato. Thank you. Thank you. Little, little. Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial is a national monument built between 2009 and 2011 in Washington, D.C., honoring the American Baptist minister, social activist, and Nobel Peace Prize winner Martin Luther King Jr., who led the civil rights movement in the United States. The Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial is located on a four-acre site along the Tidal Basin in Washington, D.C., and is adjacent to the Franklin D. Roosevelt Memorial, and shares a direct line site between the Lincoln and Thomas Jefferson Memorial. The address has a great significance because the address is referred to the 1964 Civil Rights Act. The 30-feet-high relic of King is named the Stone of Hope and stands past two other pieces of granite that symbolizes the Mountain of Despair. Visitors figuratively pass through the Mountains of Despair on the way to the Stone of Hope, symbolically moving through the struggles as Dr. King did during his life. You are looking at the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. It is located in West Potomac Park next to the National Mall in Washington, D.C. The address for the memorial is 1964 Independence Ave. A ceremony dedicated to the memorial 
was scheduled for Sunday, August 28, 2011, the 40th anniversary of the I Have a Dream speech that Martin Luther King Jr. delivered from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in 1963, but was postponed until October 16th due to Hurricane Irene. On the visible side of the stone, the quote, Out of the mountain of despair, a stone of hope is written on the side from a part of his I Have a Dream speech. The cherry trees in the memorial are placed in a way that when they bloom, you can, it makes it look like Martin Luther King is staring at you. It was, a, it was a tribute to the freedom, opportunity, and justice he stood for. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was born on January 15, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. He is known for being a spokesperson and leader of the Civil Rights Movement. He is very well known for his I Have a Dream speech, which talks about how he hopes that one day he, we will all treat each other as equals. He was assassinated in 1968 at the age of 39. Even though he has passed, he still plays a huge role in today's society and has left his mark on the country. Today, we will be talking to you about the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. The memorial was opened in 2001 and was only the fourth memorial in D.C. to honor a non-president and the first to honor a man of color. The memorial is a 30-foot statue of Dr. Martin Luther King. It is surrounded by walls with famous lines from his speeches, sermons, and writings, such as, I have a dream. Dr. Martin Luther King was a great man who deserves this memorial and so much more. The World War II Memorial is a memorial of national significance dedicated to the Americans who served in the armed forces and as civilians during World War II. Consisting of 56 pillars and a pair of small triumphal arches surrounding a square and fountain, it sits on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. Day three may leave you exhausted, but full of history. What are some historical highlights that you'll be looking forward to seeing? Only one more day before heading back to Blake. Hope you took some great pictures to share and add to our DC gallery walk for next year.